Welcome to Clearing the Queue with Alex and Matt. Here's how it works. Each episode starts with a friend of ours signing into their Netflix account. Together, we scroll through their queue. Ultimately, we find a movie that's been on there a little too long, and we watch it together. The best part is that every queue is unique, so it tells a story about the person. Here's a question. Are we going to record ourselves talking about the movie during the movie? No, 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 no. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. It's uh, Clearing the Queue. A Netflix podcast. <laughs> All right. Our guest this week is Dan Riley. Dan's a triple Hi. threat. He's a comedian. He's a musician. He's uh, a Penguins fan. Dan, we are new friends, but I knew the moment I, I, I met you that we would be friends because you knew the name of Cassandra's band in Wayne's World, and you <laughs> did not hesitate. And yeah, crucial time. I thought we were, <laughs> we were kindred spirits. And then you walked in today, and you were wearing a Pittsburgh Penguins t-shirt, and Alex is wearing a parody of a Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins t-shirt. Which I really do like. Which it's has like, the not penguin like, from yeah. Batman. <laughs> We'll post it. Yeah, we'll take a picture of that. Yeah. Um, so, how do you want to introduce the Dan Meister? Well, I was I was gonna say uh, you've told us you're a bit of a Netflix hoarder. Yes. So we're gonna go through your queue and and find something on there to clear off. But before that, some foreplay. Yeah. Um, I hope you're sitting down. Oh, I will. I will now. I okay. was. I was. We have something very exciting, <laughs> which is we have the plastic bag from American Beauty. Oh my God. We obtained it. And we've filled it with some questions. There's so much beauty. Little slips of paper. The beauty's really inside of you. <laughs> and as you'll oh. see, as you'll see, reach in there. And okay. Yeah, reach into that bag. I thought it was like for a second colostomy bag. We're like, the beauty's inside of you. <laughs> I guess that's still on the outside, though. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's gross. That is gross. All right, I pulled out. I think I have, are there two here? Oh, there's one. Big or one. You read it. Yeah, well, you I read, read it. it. I read sure. it. It's like a fortune cookie. What's your favorite TV show to have on in the background? That's uh, too similar to something we already answered. Grab a different grab one. Grab a different one? Okay. Yeah. Right? We've in the background of, of what? We've kind of covered that. Yeah. Like yeah. while showering? Okay. Do you stay all the way through the credits? Keep going? Another, pull out oh, another no. one from the bag? Answer, answer that one? Yeah, answer, answer that one. Yeah. Sometimes. Like if it's a Marvel Comics movie? Or? Yeah, if I think there's something... Or if I have a friend that worked on it, I do that. Um, Just like you get like, there he is! Yeah, there he is! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Um, I like... The, you know, an underrated part is to see all like the licensed music or like the covers of music that was in there. And, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, uh, Or who wrote that song? Do they ever have like the Happy Birth... Like if Happy Birthday is sung... Do it's they... never in a movie. You've never seen a movie where they actually sing Happy Birthday. Oh, but that's changed recently. They lifted the copyright on that. I like when, like, mm. yeah, when you see some cover, some yeah. gnarly cover, and then you get to see like who really wrote the song. Yeah, as yeah, performed yeah. by. Yeah, totally. It's like uh, Mark McGrath didn't really <laughs> write that Sugar Ray song. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any good uh, songs that you didn't realize were covers, like from growing up? Alex and I have like a running list of mm. like songs oh, yeah. that like later in life you learned they were actually covers. Yeah, there's a bunch. Um... But off the top of my head, I can't think of any. We had a big debate about the uh, Because the Night, uh, that 10,000 Maniacs 
Natalie Which is Merchant, also a like Bruce Springsteen, Patti Smith song. Yeah, oh. I know the Natalie Merchant, Ten Thousand Maniacs one. From right, and MTV. I know the Patti Smith version, but apparently Bruce Springsteen wrote it. I had, had no idea. No. I didn't know. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not super deep into the Boss catalog. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So you sometimes stay for credits. Yeah, I mean, or if, you know, I think there'll. I think there'll be something afterwards, or like Zootopia kind of faked you out where they were like had the credits were rolling, but then they had little things keep popping up in between to oh, make you fun. stay, I which like was actually that. fun. That I like reminds that. me of. You must love. I mean, nobody doesn't like outtakes at the end of movies. Absolutely. Oh yeah. For any Great. comedy, yeah. there should always be outtakes. Agreed. Yeah, it totally. It brings nothing off the table. And I'd say for dramas. Well, apparently, that was like a staple of like Jackie Chan movies, even ones that were like uh, not Rush Hour movies. But the Rush Hour ones, Rush Hour 2 in particular, has got some of the best oh, yeah. end credits. Yep. Oh, I bet. Do you think it's like a like a ego thing? Like Will Smith doesn't want you to see him fucking up, like delivering mm. Men in Black lines? or I could see that. I mean, I don't know why they don't. They should have outtakes with everything. Maybe they're just trying to save something for the. Can you imagine Blu-ray? how many good outtakes there were in like Big, the movie Big by Tom Hanks? <laughs> yeah. I guess that was like an Oscar film, and like no Oscar he's films like, can have also. The... He's like trying to play Heart and Soul on the piano, and he fucks up. It'd just be great, like. <laughs> or like he like you know maybe he does a bad split. Like, uh, what's, uh, yeah. oh, who's that old guy in it? Robert Loggia. Yeah, Robert Loggia is <laughs> nice. like, oh, my groin. <laughs> hey, you can't have that at the end of a movie and then also try to be nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, that's, that's true. You can't, like, have a, a laugh riot. Like, if, you know, Oscar Schindler, like, dropped the pit and he's like, you know, like, this pin could have bought one. Oh, I dropped the pin, you know. Can I get a do over? Yeah. Um, all right, one more. One more. Should I have the rustling? The rustling is good. You can hear it? We're we're playing the music underneath. Oh, okay. The bed. The music bed. So much beauty. (laughs) Um, What was the last DVD you purchased? Good one. That is a good one. Oh, boy. It's hard if you're like me. I was like pretty... You know, it was a thing. I would spend the 15 to 20 bucks. And then towards the end when Blockbuster started to like... like just sell mm-hmm. all their yeah, movies for four exactly. like five for like I just really watered down my collection. Yeah. Move with movies that I, should not be. I know of. my answer for this for that same reason. What is it? Uh it's the Die Hard trilogy. Mm, nice. Mm. I bought all three of them. I had only seen the first one. But I bought all oh. three at a Target. It was like ten dollars for all three. Man, and I then I joined think... Netflix like the next week. Oh remind me of this. I was in a seven eleven the other day and you know how they sell DVDs at seven <laughs> eleven? Yeah. Like and they there's this golf for like two ninety. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. We should go in and just buy one of those, whatever the best one we think okay. is. Just Great. saying, yeah. something, there's something yeah. there. Yeah, there's something there. Yeah, I know. I've bought. I know what the last Blu-ray I bought was. Okay, I'll allow. But that. does that count? I'll allow it. Was uh, but it's like kind of, it. it's the um, the follow-up to Planet Earth. It's called Life. It's a. Uh, David Attenborough, BBC uh-huh. Nature Doc. That's like incredible. Like, look at this bird who does this crazy dance and <laughs> builds this intricate nest. And look at this fish that does that. And Sounds great. Do you it's remember, actually awesome. Do you remember the first DVD you got? Like when you're like, all right, I think it was tapes a, are over. Tapes it, are done. It might have been American Beauty. Ah, that's, that would, like, the, time, the time t- table works out for that because yeah. like, they started coming around 2000, 2001. Yeah, I think I might have been in a DVD club, and I think it was like American Beauty, Pulp Fiction, and uh, something else. Like all came at the same time. It was really like Columbia House. Beauty, that's some beautiful 
symmetry. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure it was because that's I, the first time I had a DVD player was in my iMac that I had. Like Whether it was or one. not, it's a great answer, so yeah. we're going to accept it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, though, that's actually the fact. Great. You know. Are you sufficiently foreplayed up now? Yes. All right, should we get into the queue? Let's do it. Let's do it. Do you okay. know what's on here, like off the top of your head? Um, I think there's going to be, all right, I know there's some nature stuff, probably a lot of Antarctica stuff. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's a movie called Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, there's probably uh, some sitcoms. Uh, and then maybe like big title movies that uh, I've wanted to see that I've never watched. Uh, yeah. Um, just the first thing that jumped out, your top row okay. is great. It's You've got an, an Antarctica movie, Encounters. Encounters at the End of the World. Right. Which I have seen, which is awesome. You, you have, have seen it, but you want to watch it again? Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> it's, a Werner, it's a Werner Herzog, and he uh, proposes that perhaps... Uh, these penguins are suicidal. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so he's like the Jacques Cousteau style of like Antarctica. Well, it's a Werner Herzog one where it's like very, you know, um, it's what about you humanity. Call yeah, humanity and just like the neutrinos, which is, I think they're called neutrinos, which are like it's a it's very scientific, like all his stuff would be. I always thought neutrinos were the interdimensional teenagers. From the Ninja Turtles cartoon TV show. I thought neutrinos they, were those chewable vitamins, like those gummy vitamins. I believe Sounds they're like, like an ele- they're like a smaller, even smaller element. They can like pass through us. They're like this, like a quark. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm guessing you've seen Roger Rabbit. Yes, is that the next one? Well, yeah, it's on that top list. If I hadn't seen that, that would be an awesome one to watch first. Okay, so we're gonna find whenever that awesome one is to watch. So in between Encounters at the End of the World and Roger Rabbit is Kingpin. Have you seen Kingpin? Absolutely. Okay. I love Kingpin. <laughs> these are all movies I love, though, so this is great. Let's just watch one of these. <laughs> it's funny, because earlier Maddie made a joke about Jiro Dreams of Sushi, and you have that on here. I've we seen were debating that. whether or not documentaries are going to be excluded. I, yeah, but... I watch Jiro when I'm hungry, and I like the artistry of that movie, and I love sushi, so I've watched that one like countless. These are like movies that I probably put on when I'm going to like fall asleep, but I'm still kind of awake. Okay, right. Ah, okay. okay. Um, hopefully there's something in here that is on your <laughs> that bucket. that's on seen. your bucket list. Yeah, And we're going to exclude television, so while okay. it's nice that you've got Cheers on here, and we could explore the Woody Harrelson <laughs> versus Coach Days all over yeah. again. Um, we don't have the time to watch every episode of Cheers right now. What we want to do is find a movie on here. Watch it and remove it from the queue. Okay. All right. And feel good about the day. Oh, great. It's productive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Inglorious <laughs> Bastards. I have not seen Inglorious Bastards. Uh, but, but, but we've got Silver Linings Playbook. I have not seen that. Life of Mammals. Uh, I don't know what that is. So that's probably. Great. Let's open that up and, and read the description. I'm sure that's a documentary. Because we sure Oh, it's don't. a TV show. Okay. Which kind of is exempt. Is David Attenborough hosts this in-depth examination of mammals from the smallest shrew to the biggest whales and the most advanced primates. Oh, so he's interviewing all my ex-girlfriends, huh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's go to the bottom. I want to see what... Because I think this is chronological, right? So I want to see what's been in here the longest. Okay, the very first thing that you added to your queue is the Radio City Christmas Spectacular from 2007. <laughs> no, there's no way that's the first thing I added. Well, but but, but we can remember, say that it was. Do you remember it? I do not. I never watched it. Do you remember adding it? No. 
<laughs> I don't, I are you no gonna idea. play? Are you gonna play the wife card? Are you gonna say you didn't add this to no, the? No, I, I probably added it. I probably wanted to see some synchronized kicking. It's right in the first line. Get a kick out of the holiday season <laughs> this year. You know what's weird though is that I did go with my parents when I lived in New York to the Radio City Christmas Spectacular, so I've actually seen it in person. Maybe I added it to be like, I wonder if they recorded it when I was there. Um, you've got <laughs> Cropsy. What's Cropsy? Cropsy. Oh, Cropsy is supposed to be scary. That's like about some uh, murderer in Staten Island. I do want to yeah. see that. Two filmmakers explore an urban legend from their own childhoods: a rash of child abductions. That struck Staten Island in the 70s and 80s. There are two things I like about this. First... It's called Cropsy. Then three. (laughs) Second, that it's 84 minutes long, which is a great length for a movie. And third, that it's not rated. Mm. So... So there could be We'd be rolling the dice. Yeah. What other movies are in there? I don't even know. This is... I wish I could look at it with you. The Undiscovered Country. So that's Star Trek Six. I have not seen that, <laughs> but you know what? That's definitely a wife ad, because I like Star Trek, but not as much as her, so I'm sure that's... Guess what year that movie came out? Star, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Uh, I don't know, 78? 91. Oh, whoops. Yeah, very <laughs> old Trekkie. So that one's gone. We'll, we'll get rid of that one. Wait, don't remove it. Okay, <laughs> why not? We want to clear the queue. <laughs> Damnation. I watched that. That one's pretty good. It's Damnation, D-A-M Nation. Yeah. It's about, did you know that we have, like, so many, like, thousands and thousands of dams in this country, and they're, like, useless, and there's no reason for them to be there, and they just fuck up nature and the fish populations. And Anyways. I did know that, but I don't really give a damn. (laughs) Ah, you just said that for that joke. You care. (laughs) Uh, More than honey. Probably, I'm guessing, a look at the secret life of bees. Oh, that's not like a sequel to the the Jessica Alba movie? Honey? <laughs> no. Oh. no. More than Honey? No, I've probably every... Yeah, honey that's, too? That's another thing. I've, every single bee-related documentary I've probably watched. What is it about bees? That they're, they're, uh, they're being killed by um, a particular type of pesticide called neonicotinoids. Uh, and they're a nicotine-based pesticide, so the bee gets hooked... And it uh, messes up their nervous system. And we've had major colony collapse throughout the country. It's really messed up, actually, how we pollinate food. And you, you want me to keep... I'll talk for a no, long time. No, that's, that's My really... counterpoint is just that I'm fatally allergic to bees. So I have no sympathy. <laughs> but you're also but a vegetarian. So you desperately need bees to pollinate your food. Uh, I guess so. But There's I don't know. Very few me... foods that are not pollinated by bees that we can yeah. eat as non-meat eating people no I. I hear you and i do like being able to eat food to yes. stay alive but i don't like being stung by bees and not being able to stay alive so it's a bit of a catch-22 nevertheless that movie is the definitive work it says it's already hailed as the definitive work on this disappearance of bees mm-hmm. uh rose water Blackfish. I've, I've seen Blackfish. I have not seen Rosewater. Rosewater. That's little the thumbnail. Uh, that's the John Stewart. That's the John Stewart yeah. movie. Yeah. Practical Magic. Oh man, <laughs> I have not seen that, and I'm guarantee that's a, a Catherine ad. Okay. okay. I really kind of want to make you watch this because what is Practical Magic? I, I want to watch it. I've heard of it. Do, what were is you it? on that group date that we went on when this came out in high school? 
Um, no, but my girlfriend at the time really loved the song, the Faith Hill song. What Faith Hill song is that? If I could have just one wish. The, the way you love me? No? Oh, the way you love me. Love me. Oh, that That's one. It. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, hey, Cuberts, it's Matt here. Uh, that's not the Faith Hill song in Practical Magic. Uh, the one in Practical Magic is the one that goes, This kiss, this kiss. It's that one. It's not what everyone Alex is singing. I don't know that one. All right, back to the show. What's Practical Magic? Maybe I'll watch that. It's uh, Sandra Bullock and, uh, and Nicole Kidman. Oh! A romantic I... comedy, sisters Sally and Jillian are modern-day witches whose love lives are complicated by an unusual curse. Oh, we won't give away what the curse the mood, is. The mood listed here is feel good and romantic. Wow. Yeah. So practical. Man. Exit through the gift shop, being Elmo, spinning plates. I have not seen spinning plates. It looks, looks like a, some sort of food Is it a food one? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of food stuff in there. Vanishing of the Bees, which is not... <laughs> it's the 2009. The it is not the definitive. We're going to just, just skip that over that one But right I've now. seen that too. Snowpiercer. Uh, I watched Snowpiercer. Indie darling. It was like meh. I mean, it was okay. It just seemed. What What was the problem with eating bugs? That's what I don't understand. The bricks of bugs. <laughs> yeah. Like we're gonna have to eat bugs Eventually. anyway, especially when we run out of bees. bees. So uh, get used to eating bug bricks, everybody. Yeah. So you got. More and it's dog- not like they were loving the food before they found out that it was bugs. Yeah. You know. I just didn't understand that. Two movie more anyways. Antarctica documentaries: <laughs> Chasing Ice and Wildest Arctic. Chasing Ice was not that good. There's a lot of nature stuff on here. Yeah, you got the Life of Birds, Ocean Giants. Uh, I haven't seen Ocean Giants or Life of Birds. What happened, Miss Simone? You have the original. Oh, you have yeah. the ninety-one. You have the ninety-one Adams Family on here. Oh yeah, Adams Family's a must. I've seen those many a times. That's up there, like <laughs> Roger Rabbit. Alex got excited because he thought we might be able to watch that one. <laughs> it's going to be hard to get something off of here because uh, you've seen them all. But Chef. Chef. I haven't seen Chef. I have not seen. That's the Favreau one, right? Yeah, I do sure want to see that. Wild China. I actually own that on Blu-ray. Wildest <laughs> India. <laughs> I haven't seen, I've seen a and couple. And Wildest Arctic. Is Wild the Wildest series? Is that a series? Well, there's Wild and Wildest. Yeah, they're both series. Which one is more? Wild. <laughs> Girls gone wild. Um, you have the Naked Gun, Three Kings. Uh, I've seen both of those. Okay. <laughs> this is, my cue this is, is useless. I'm, no, I'm learning a lot about how different people use their cues. So what have we? What's our first? Well, clearly I use it different than both of you because you must put in stuff. Cropsy you haven't seen. kind of sounds. I'm kind of intrigued by Cropsy. I like scary that possibly real. Uh, like haunted yeah. murder encounters. Yeah, um, I'm Star terrified Trek. by everything. Okay, <laughs> but I'll watch it. You have the Tim and Eric billion dollar movie. I have not seen that, and I have a friend that was in that movie, so that's worth seeing. Okay, uh, it's as disturbing as probably Cropsy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, that's everything. Well, no, but there's no, a but lot the of TV, TV shows, shows. Okay, and a lot more nature documentaries that we don't have time to go through. Yeah, what were the options we kinda, again? Uh, it was so you like Inglorious Bastards. Okay, I've not seen that. Silver Linings Playbook. Okay, Cropsy. <laughs> Cropsy is just the, the Rockettes, best name. The Rockettes special. Oh, the Rockettes one would be good. <laughs> what is Revenge of the Electric Car? Don't know. 2011. PG-13. There's probably one fuck in it. 
It is a science and nature documentary. <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to be like the car. Like, you know, like that one where the yeah, that's going to be some sort of like superhero movie or and something. And you have practical magic, which you're interested in practical magic. And Glorious Bastards is roughly twice as long as Cropsey. Yes. Oh, okay, so that's too long. Well, I'm just putting it out there. Kingpin would have been really fun to watch. Oh, let's watch it anyway. <laughs> that wouldn't be productive. That yeah. wouldn't be productive. All right. Okay. Here's the thing, because you need to make a commitment. Whatever we watch, even if it's your new favorite movie, we have to delete we it. We gotta remove it from the queue. Oh man. Your okay. queue's bloated. <clears throat> so would you say Silver Linings Playbook is the movie on here that you have been putting off watching? Or would that be Cropsy? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Right, but... I actually want to watch Cropsy. Like, that was like, oh, yeah, Cropsy. I've heard I should watch this. <laughs> never heard. I mean, but oh, you've never the heard side of it? is, oh. Inglorious Bastards could start like a Nazi movie kick. And you already talked about, you go on sort of yeah, runs down, down where you hall. might want to just watch a lot of... All right, so it's between those three, right? Cropsy. Cropsy, Silver Linings, Silver Linings Playbook, Playbook. And... Uh, Inglorious Bastards, Bastards and Practical Magic. And Practical Magic. I could, I'd throw into that list. Those seem like the best options. Okay, yeah. so we got four. Well, can you help me pick? I don't know what to watch. I'd... What have you seen? I've seen every. I've seen. I haven't seen Cropsy. I've seen the other. T- uh, the other three. So no one's seen. Cro- Do you want to all watch Cropsy then? No one's seen. Cropsy. Let's watch Cropsy. <laughs> let's right. watch Cropsy. That's the one that keeps popping back it up. It just looks so unpleasant. So let's do it. Yeah, it's really it's scary. It's, it's mood. The mood listed here is provocative and dark. Great. Mm. All right. So we're gonna go watch Cropsy, and our listeners at home are gonna get to hear the trailer. Cropsy. <laughs> Growing up on Staten Island. Barbara and I had often heard the legend of Cropsy. You're supposed to have a hook and axe with a knife about this big. Cropsy was the escaped mental patient who lived in the tunnels beneath the old abandoned Willowbrook Mental Institution, who would come out late at night, snatch children off the streets. I have never, I would have never guessed there were the amount of weirdos living on Staten Island. It might be somebody on your block. It might be somebody you work with. You know, here's this guy going around picking off these kids. <laughs> what was that? because we have a boogeyman living on Staten Island all those years. That image forced a lot of people to say, that is the killer. There's no reason for him to exist anywhere else, you know, other than jail. We had the same questions that you're asking me. Why did he do this? What set him off? It's sort of like putting a puzzle together. You know, he likes to be the center of attention, the keeper of the secrets. So I think it'd be great if you could speak for your What if we just do what safety, I will not go. Do so you think they're all around us? Yeah. <laughs> I think he's possessed. I really think that he is demonized and possessed. So that was Cropsy. Um, Let's do a brief recap. Cropsy could have also been called the Andre Rand story. Basically starts as an investigation into the boogeyman known as Cropsy, which is an urban legend. It's got a little Blair Witch flair to it, a little bit of murder mystery, but ultimately... That's the first ten minutes. Then they introduce you to this actual guy, Andre Rand, who is, it seems like, probably guilty of killing a bunch of kids in Staten Island. A former worker at a mental asylum. It's a question of, I guess, whether you think he's guilty or not, but it's not really a question of whether Cropsy exists. Right. <laughs> it's really just a investigation into the Andre Rand story. Yeah, about whether this guy who looks guilty and has a lot of circumstantial evidence 
but no hard evidence whether he's guilty. That was Cropsy. Uh, that was Cropsy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Why didn't we go with practical magic? <laughs> I mean, probably. Like, it was a downer. It was a big downer. It was creepy. It was not wrong about the creepiness. It was kind of creepy. Yeah, totally. Because it was a documentary, there was no point when I was like, like goosebumps on the edge of my seat, like there's about to be like a murder. Yeah. You know, you, cause you, but uh, it'll probably give me nightmares definitely for totally like three to four days. How did, yeah. How were you recommended this or where did you first hear of this? I think some friends told me about it and like, oh, you gotta see Cropsy. <laughs> or, and I just thought of like the, and like you said, the name. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, Ron Tomatoes gave us a 90 Wow. But the audience score gave it a 62. 62% of the audience liked it. Hmm. So I don't know what that means. Well, I don't know what that means Critics either. liked it more. I mean, because like, because of the jinx and making a murderer, like, this is like, it's just funny that we would just watch this now when this is like at yeah. a fever pitch. Like, this is a thing right now. When this movie came out, it wasn't as much. No, this was no. way before that. They trailblazed that. Yeah. And Cropsy is a much better title than Serial or The Jinx. Or Rand. Rand. Yeah. Making a Murderer, too. Making a Murderer is a good title. Making a Murderer does some of the stuff that this touches on, like the idea that there was reasonable doubt, and they are just sort of looking for a scapegoat. Making a Murderer just does it so much better. Like, there's just more real life... I haven't seen it. ...twists and turns to it, like... Yeah, I saw the first episode, and that's it, but, yeah. To me, the most lasting images of this stuff was, like, that mental institution, and then the Geraldo Rivera video. In some ways, this ended up being more about, like, Staten Island as a metaphor than about Cropsy as a legend, right? Like, they were really getting into the idea of, like, a community burying their dark secrets and, like, looking for someone to vilify than it was about, like, kids in the woods being scared by ghost stories. Yeah. You lived in New York. I don't know anything about Staten Island other than the Staten Island dump. Was it, to me, you know, so... Wu-Tang. Oh, are they from Staten? Yeah, so it was portrayed... I don't know, was Staten Island portrayed accurately? I don't know, like... It does smell when you drive through there, when you go across the bridge. (laughs) Yeah. Or the one quote, too, the one guy said, it's like... Staten Island, you dump your garbage here, you dump your exactly. I wrote, kids yeah, exactly. here, you dump whatever, I forget what so the other The two taglines on IMDb for this movie, that's like what the movie, like on the poster, mm. the truth is terrifying. That was the tagline. Wow. But we didn't really learn... We didn't learn the truth. The truth. They didn't either. Can you re- read the other tagline? Because it was good also. The other secondary tagline was, what if your urban legends were real? Mmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we wish we watched Practical Magic. We would have just been... There would have been a lot more to time. make fun. It's, it's hard to make fun of this because it's so serious and so dark. Like We don't need to make fun of it. No, I, mean, I know, but I mean, but it's hard to, to find... A... There is plenty to make fun of in Staten Island, though. Like the woman with the weird dreadlock sure. haircut. Yeah. That was... I mean, there was a real uh, local flavor... Uh, to yes. the movie that was that was pretty funny, and then the untouched uh, will they will they or won't they documentary filmmakers their whole backstory. All right, so do you guys think he is the murderer based on uh, what little evidence there was? Like we haven't talked about this guy's appearance yet. No, which he was is a creep. unfortunate. I mean, he he just 
could not look more guilty and more like what you would picture the guilty guy looks like. Yeah. Well, and also of all the inopportune times to be drooling is when the police <laughs> yeah. pull you out. Yeah. And he's just got that. That was bad timing. Bad, for sure. bad timing. Like that's because, you know, I'm a, I, I'm a drooler. I drool. Sure. And, you know, you try to catch it. Yeah. But if you got handcuffs on and you're coming down the steps, and oh, here's the can't. here's right, the first right, right. here's the first look. Yeah. Oh, I mean, what are man. your big What are your like big times when you drool? I have one main one. Oh, sleeping. Uh, uh two then. Two then. Actually, more napping than sleeping. More I napping. Think when I'm sleeping, yeah. I, it's under control. If I like nap, if I fall asleep in like a weird position, and my and I'm not like thinking I'm gonna be asleep. <laughs> yeah. But my main one is when I'm drumming. If oh, I, there's like, some because my hands are really busy and I'm working hard and just yeah, you know, just like your hand, you're handcuffed too. Like it's yeah. hard to. It's like being handcuffed by drumsticks. It's How almost like if you could work in like a stick twirl drum uh, drill oh, wipe. Yeah. You know that'd be pretty hot. Or like you flip it up in the air, drill wipe, catch it. Back that's to, what back the, to the hi hat. That's why you throw it in the air. Tommy Lee, I'm sure, is, is wiping a drool. Oh yeah, at that moment. The only time I drool is at the dentist. Wow! Oh, oh a, look at you. Fancy, fancy pants. Yeah. How about you, the dentist? Well, uh, definitely, like any kind of walking or jogging, there's going to be some drool happening. Of course, napping and sleeping, but it's like that's extreme drool. Like there's like a puddle (laughs) that has collected um, at any type. I also have, you know, with the facial hair, you have to I have to clean out the drool probably every morning. If I don't, there's going to be like a crusty crusty drool cake there all right so we're gonna give you the chance to rate this movie and clear it off your queue and give us a one sentence review we'll transcribe it well i mean maybe it could just be a question does does drool equal guilt i love it how many stars um i mean it was okay it was it was decent i mean it's one to five right yeah maybe i'm looking at a three and a half do they do it like on a half I like the half because sometimes you just need it. It's too we can't round up. We can't round up. I mean, for me, it's just so three and a half. That's more precise. Yeah. So I have one question, and I need to point out something Alex did just because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Alex is on. He's on my old laptop, and he couldn't find a notepad. So <laughs> where he wrote does drool equal guilt? Three point five stars is in the search field of my wife's Gmail account. Oh, I would love to search. Oh, not in her Gmail. <laughs> no, Gmail is searching her email for the phrase, does drool equal guilt 3.5? Um, just because that was the first field he could find. I would be curious great. if you type in that into into Google. It says no messages matched your search. Yeah. Which okay. is not surprising. But in regular Google, does drool equal guilt? Cropsy pops up. Does Cropsy pop up? The first thing is an article called Anger Can Be a Cover-Up for Guilt, Shame, and Vulnerability. So these are going to be fun. Oh, I do drool when I'm angry. Ooh. Just like a lion. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you're giving this 3.5 stars. What would your stars be if you were... Well, three. Three? Maybe two and a half. Oh, you disliked two it. Two and a half to three. No, I liked it, but... I'm... It just wasn't fulfilling. Like... It what? Here was the problem. Yeah. It wasn't fulfilling, but it also wasn't so confusing and ambiguous. Like, at the end of it, I was like, yeah, he probably did it. Mm-hmm. But, like, I didn't get either, like, holy shit, he definitely did it, he confessed. But I also didn't get a, oh, my God, I have no idea what happened. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, like, in the end, it was, like, it, it ended up just 
a little too middle of the road mm-hmm. for me to to give it too many stars. But it nice. wasn't bad. I mean, it was well done. Yeah, it was and fine. It was, inter- it was kept our interest. Yeah, the whole we've just seen minutes. this this type of thing done. What about you? Stars. Three, three and a half. You're right on the money. I okay. wouldn't. I would wouldn't really recommend it, but it was good. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. Alex's review is, I wouldn't really recommend it, but it was good. <laughs> Dan's is, does drool equal guilt? If they had, like, Adnan, mm-hmm. you know, coming out with some drool, yeah, no one would be saying, oh, this guy's smart and charming. He wasn't, right. you know. Or, like, maybe if he drooled a little bit when he was talking to Sarah, like, into the mic, you know, and you, totally. heard, you heard the drool. You'd Can you like, hear drool through a... I think you could probably... I'm not going to drool on your mic right here. <laughs> But if you want me to. Congratulations, Dan. You just got one movie closer to Clearing the Queue. That was Clearing the Queue. If you have heard anything you like or know that we were just dead wrong about, you can email us at uh, clearingthequeue at gmail.com. Q is spelled Q-U-E-U-E. That's a tough one. And if your thoughts are funny, we'll read it on air. Follow us on Twitter at CTQ Podcast, Instagram at Clearing the Queue. Facebook.com slash clearing the queue. Subscribe on iTunes. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. <laughs> I don't know how you do that. Mm-hmm.